No, I'm going to have to ask about that one. What's the what's the correct season for libraries? Library bears? Libraries. Libraries. From the end of August to the beginning of November. Okay, so that gives me how many weeks to figure out how... To, okay, well, uh, August, you've got a few months left yeah, before we get there. Before we move on to uh, to this week's book, I want to share with you another thrilling success story of, of, of yours truly, Kaki's adventures in your in your library. Mm-hmm. Um, because after I failed two, two weeks in a row to use the glue traps to trap a, yeah. a Libraptor... Did you do a salmon run at the water cooler or something? No, oh, that that sounds really good, but there's no salmon in the water cooler, so don't even start there. Any more or not that I've ever seen? Is it seasonal? <laughs> like what? What do the bears eat when they come? That's a good question. I'll have to ask the gnomes. It's, <laughs> I mean, they're the ones who hunt them. So, long story short, I caught myself a velociraptor. Oh, very good. Yeah, what did you do with it? I seem to have befriended it. Oh, very nice. I named her Guinevere. We're getting on quite well. What are you uh, feeding her? We go hunting for bookworms together. Oh, very nice. Yeah. She's she's very clever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I kind of use myself as bait, you know, stomping around the usual things that uh, uh, <laughs> attract bookworm regular yes. footsteps yeah. until one of those eyeless monsters sets its its sights on me, I guess via sonar or scent or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they don't have eyes, so it has to be one of those. Yeah, exactly. And as they come barreling toward me, instead of dodging, I, I, I stand still because Guinevere comes in from the sides. Yes. Clever girl. How do you stop her from eating them all and, and not sharing with you since she mostly likes the lead cores and she doesn't mind what i do with the leftovers oh okay that's, so i've been making some nice stews and how's the grilling going did you how's, how's your sauce coming along well uh, mirin is not easily available here uh, but i i make do i have i have substitutes remind me to bring you a bottle of next week and some soy sauce as well oh yeah which reminds me could you bring me a bottle of mirin and some soy sauce next week please a bottle of mirin yeah um okay <laughs> speaking of library things uh, we have a we have a book for our readers at home. What it's do we a, have this week? It's a famous thriller by Oscar L. Fellows, Operation Damocles. Operation Damocles. The now ultimate that's a- weapon is in the wrong hands, and you've got the entire plot of the book right there. Yep. Oh. Well, we see the cover is really quite ridiculous. It, it never occurred to me until I'm looking at it right now because starting at the bottom, you have the White House. Yeah. Behind which you see the Earth. Okay, the thing that bothers me about it most is actually so you, you, we see the satellite here. The ah um, oh, yes, the. Uh, here come the notes. Space Station Icarus. Space Station Icarus, right, yeah. Shooting down uh, on the White House in uh, uh, Independence Day style. Yes, yes. But there's also a big sword on the cover. Yeah. And I, no. can, I can see where that is coming from, <laughs> but it's it's like it's put there. Like some editor went like, oh, people don't know what Damocles is. Put the fucking sword on the cover. And have it stab the White House so that they so that they definitely know what's going yes, on. Yes, because the, the, the space laser, which is ridiculous because that's not actually in the book, but that's... Uh, it's no, a, no, exactly. It's, it's it another, wasn't a laser it, at all. It's, it's not, no. I say, caressing my notes. <laughs> oh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be one of those. No, yeah. We'll see who gets it out on the... It's a game of snap. We'll see who gets it out on the board. 
board fast. It's, it's like draw four. <laughs> Reverse. What if this was literal, though? I mean, okay, here's a wild idea. What if we just imagine what a book was about based on the cover? Like, looking at this what cover. Yeah, I know, it's insane. Imagine if it actually was, like, the the, uh, the White House had been moved to, I guess, the moon, or... No, it's too far. It's too close up for the moon. It would be in low Earth orbit. Uh, depends where the photograph is shot from. And how long a lens are you use? Uh-huh. Yes, of course. Yes, but yes. The uh, uh, foreshortening and compression, and but I don't think that's possible to foreshorten the Earth that much from the Moon. No, but the camera person doesn't have to be on the on the Moon. I know you're the photographer here, but this and, is like and you play Kerbal Space Program. I do, but there's no. Are you familiar uh, with the story of, of Damocles, like the actual Damocles? Yes, uh, one of the messengers of King Dionysus, who was uh, complaining that the king had it so easy and uh, didn't have to do much work and just had to sit on the throne all the time. Yeah, and the king goes like, "Okay." Like, well, why don't you try it then? And, and they come like, and bring oh. him feasts and succulent cuts of meat and exactly. delicious fruits while he sits on the throne. throne. And actually, when he walks up to the throne and goes to sit on it, there's this big sword hanging over it by a silk thread. And he goes like, why, why is that up there? And the king goes like, well, so this is the risk that I have to deal with all the yeah. time. The, so the lesson being that those in power can, can never truly be happy. Hence the sword, yeah. which is not even the correct type of sword. It looks that, like a gladius. Yeah, so it's... I don't too know. young for it. I mean, in, in order for this to be actually true, there have to, we have to be ice giants in the book or something. And I've not seen any ice giants. Why would there have to be ice giants? Look how fucking big the sword is. I mean, that you'd have to be you know, oh. this guy to like stab the, uh, <laughs> stab the White House with a sword that size, unless it's being foreshortened again. Oh yeah, yeah, it could be dangled right. In, but in that case, the lens must have a like a crazy narrow aperture in order to keep all of that in focus. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Photography tech talk with Kaki. Hi everyone, this is your show within a show. You're on the wrong podcast again, Kaki. <laughs> It might just be, I mean, don't you have those those uh, uh, theoretical orbital kinetic weapons that are just a, oh, uh, a tungsten rod? Well, in this book, in, in this book, there's nothing theoretical about it. No, you touch the you know, note. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, it'll yeah. come up, it'll, it'll come up later. I mean, like I said, there's no might laser. Be too slow. There's no, there's no lasers no, in, there's the, in, in, no space, laser. in Space Station Icarus. Yes. It's, uh, it's, it's basically loaded with a couple of dozen tungsten rods. So loaded up with, uh, uh, with all of these tungsten swords of Damocles. Yep. Wow, I I don't think we've ever resolved the cover that this early on in an episode. Should we well, just should we just call it? No, we just... it makes sense. The whole space station being put in low Earth orbit by the United States government, uh, in what is or may not be a violation of the uh, the space uh, the, treaty. The space treaty, but. Technically speaking, it's not a weapon. It's just a... No. Yeah, it's just Wait, a, Wasn't that the same thing where, um, oh, I believe it was the, 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 uh, the Chinese government um, scuttled some of its own satellites just to display that it had the uh, technology, the technology to do that. To yeah, yeah, they, they pissed off a lot of people because they created a big debris cloud with that. Yeah. Uh, that was, uh, yeah, that was frowned upon by the international spacefaring community as being poor management and but it was yeah it was oh, just a precious like, resource yeah, yeah like was, orbital space yeah, it was just What's the, the the scenario called where uh, you could have a cascading uh, failure like if a, if there's a large enough debris cloud it'll shred right. any other orbital things and it's called syndrome you know I like china syndrome yeah, yeah i know what, i know what you're talking about i don't know the uh, no i don't know the exact name of it but uh, resulting yeah. in a a century of of pollution of yep. low earth orbit Prohibiting a century of spaceflight. Exactly, yeah. It would be impossible to get up there. I mean, there there is talk about cleaning things up, and there's, like, rules the about... space scoop. Yeah, and there's rules about having to deorbit your booster stages and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, especially when it comes to geostationary satellites, that they have to yes. have a, uh, a, a enough fuel at the end of lifetime to pu- push it up into a parking orbit. Uh, so it's... Uh, 
Oh. So it clears out the uh, geostationary orbit and makes oh. it. Uh, yeah, you have to oh, be able to push clever. push them into a three hundred kilometer higher orbit so that they uh, so that it leaves the uh, geostationary and that's called orbit. The parking free. orbit. Uh, I think it's called the graveyard orbit, actually. And that's just for that's that's like an area that's okay for junk to be in. Yeah. To save up the empty, the the, the, the yeah. slots in the geostationary band. Oh, that's brilliant! Good uh, spacemanship, I suppose the word yeah. for it is. It's yeah. fascinating. It is. See, I love doing this show with you as much as it's uh, uh, educational and informative to our readers at home, where they get these these books recommended <laughs> to well, them by us. Uh, I, I continue to learn from from your vast stores of expertise. Yeah, well, tr- useless trivia is my forte. So, as your library demonstrates. So, um. Back yes. to the story, shall Ex- we? Yes. I loved how everything in, in um, uh, Operation Damocles was referred to by codename. Mm. Like, yes. Uh, so we had, uh, we had the space station Icarus, and we had uh, 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 our hero Team Thebes. And I loved that, uh, obviously all on, on, a, on a very strong theme. Uh, sorry, yes, the, the team of FBI agents, uh, uh, codename Team Thebes. Thebes. Yes. Um, Although I did notice that, uh, I don't know if it was, uh, I did notice that all of these code names were preceded by a descriptor. So you had Operation Damocles and you have Team colon Thebes, rendering the, like, the code nearly, nearly pointless. Like, they, they, they referenced to the, 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 the president of the United States was President Dionysius. Right. Well, yes, uh, so it's not really hard to guess. Or space station Icarus. Like, why give it a code name if you're, if you're going, going to say to... the descript, put the descriptor in? There. I think that's just an affectation of the writer, I... Mister <laughs> Fellows, who is just <laughs> yeah. oh, people don't know these things. I have to keep reminding them, and uh, or maybe he just thinks I, it I sounds cool. I appreciate that. It do- and it does sound cool. Space station Icarus, and um, well, I mean, he did he did run into a little into a little problem where he ran out of Greek knowledge because like. It was the rocket Icarus that brought it up there, which was... It's not mentioned at all what kind of rocket it is. Because all of those anything. details were classified. That too. I mean, so you could only know the, the, the secret codename and the fact that it, was a, that it was a rocket or a space station. Yes. And but not what it's for or where it is. No, well, it's up there. And it's, space. It's hard yes. to... Uh, considering the size of it, it's quite easy to track. I mean, you can even track it with an optical telescope, as, uh, dem- yeah. as is demonstrated. Mark 1 eyeball. Oh, yes, that's right. Because it's discovered by... Martin Jumbo Hoover. Martin, <laughs> yeah. uh, good he old not, Martin Jumbo Hoover. He not Jumbo only spots the space station, but also notices that uh, the enthusiast astronomer, uh, yeah, who spends his night times out in the cold, huddled up in his uh, fleece jacket, peeking through his various telescopes, yeah. trying to track this new thing. I mean, he hears of the launch, and like, just the launch can give you a lot of information about uh, the, the 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 final orbit that something's going to be in. And there's yeah, lots of radio uh, amateurs yeah, Hammond, who love. Uh, yeah, who, CB. Who, 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 love to do that kind of thing, like calculate orbits and try to spot the things. And yeah, he, he manages to spot the thing on the uh, 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 on telescope. his telescope. Yep. Regrettably, never catching the interest of his uh, of his grandchildren, whom he'd uh, sincerely hoped would be interested in joining him out in the cold and spending yeah, some time with, funny uh, that, with that they didn't. Uh, that, that, yeah. that kids are not particularly interested in that sort in of thing. Just sitting in the cold in the dark, like watching this little hours. speck move through the eyepiece of a telescope, yeah, and, and writing like, down numbers. No granddad. Yeah, absolutely. I'm off to play Pac-Man like cool kids. <laughs> yeah, going to the Pizza Hut to uh, yeah play the, on the vi- play the video games. And I'm going there. to do that the Breakfast Club knee dance with all of my friends. <laughs> it beats um, <laughs> Fortnite dances, but I guess it's like Fortnite dances. Fortnite, that's on Fortnite. Fortnite no, Fortnite. <laughs> Fortnite is what we're called. I don't know. We what are the of young, a generation. I don't know what the young people call that these days. <laughs> 
They, they probably call it a, 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 a video game Hephaestion, I said, uh, looking at my notes and noticing that it said Commander Hephaestion, who is, of course, the uh, uh, the leader of Team Thebes. Now, yes, Team also Th- a code name again, because there's not that many Greek people in the working for the U.S. government. Yes, they're, uh, uh, they're FBI agents. They're um, just using basically the FBI as their cover. They, they, they get sent to wherever it is needed, especially like the, when uh, yeah. it turns out that uh, oh? the control of the station is lost. Ah, yes, because of the theft of the, the absolutely crucial microfiche. This, this was the 80s. Back then, even then, microfiche technology was rapidly going out the window. But Yes, uh, as, but apparently as, as, Mr. Fellows didn't know that yet. He also right. didn't know that a microfiche is really just a a little translucent uh, slide that... that Yes. Uh, uh, an extremely, oh, what's it called? A, a shrunk down copy of a, a page or a newspaper. Well, it's, it's basically a photograph. It's uh, something. Uh, it's, it's photograph- Why did it take me so long to find the word photo? <laughs> I was going to say, it's photographed material at yeah. very high resolution and shrunk yes, down very exactly. small. After that part in the story, we go to the uh, Yugoslavian mercenaries who managed in a daring raid yeah. hijack a Soyuz capsule uh, from uh, Baikonur. And, ah yes, uh, fly the, it up to uh, uh, fly it up to the station. So the Americans at this point, of course, think that the Russians are launching this thing and trying to uh, trying to attack their station. Uh, when yeah. in fact, they're uh, the, the Russians, of course, deny everything. Of but course, they, they always like, do. Oh, no, we were going to we were going to launch this thing to our own space station, and uh, well, Mira's still up there at this point, of course. But, uh, so yes, the Yugoslavians hijacked. Which I believe the, means both Earth and peace, depending on. Is it? Hmm. Yeah, I think oh, it has my, a, my Russian isn't very strong, a dual so. meaning. Uh, it was a good choice then, uh, a good choice of names. Um, uh, they ride the rocket up to the space station. There is a quick uh, but decisive battle in their favor. Yeah, it sort of reminded me of um, Moonraker. Like, for some reason, the occupants of space station Icarus donned their exosuits and right. they came out with little laser rifles. Shooting, it's shoot- like a really inefficient way to hold a space battle, though. It is. I mean, it's very, mm, how to put it? Um, Stupid. Well, there's that. I was going to say cinematic. It's a very yeah, cinematic yeah, way yeah, to hold yeah. a space battle. But to have like space infantry that's that's floating with no maneuverability, yeah. just holding well, rifles. Well, they've got the and, little jet, the, the, the little uh, rocket packs. Can you EVA, imagine yeah. riding one of those? Like, how would you how would you stabilize yourself? Yeah, lots of practice. I mean, it was. I think it was in the nineties that they actually they, they actually tested uh, one of those uh, uh, backpacks for uh, suits, and the, oh. one of the astronauts floated a few hundred meters away from the space shuttle in it. Said it, it, was he tethered? No, no, he wasn't. It was actually free flight. Whoa! The first what uh, a magical he, experience he went for that must a, be. Yeah, yeah, it was a quite. A, you can see um, what's that Sandra Bullock movie again? Gravity. Gravity. Uh, yes. Where except it, he's just flitting. That he's yeah. flitting around like an idiot. That was that, that's <laughs> yeah, George Clooney's just having fun. Whoa! Yeah, it was a ridiculous. Repre- it was a ridiculous representation. But it was, all this it, spare it was, fuel that we have, a propellant. Say, yeah, but it's also you, you don't fly that fast. Even if you could, you wouldn't fly that fast <laughs> close to a space station. You'd get your ass kicked. <laughs> oh, I have a question. Does one of those rocket p- backpacks does that count as a spacecraft? Ooh, tech- I mean, you are its passenger, aren't uh, you? Yeah, well, you're its operator, so I suppose. Yeah. So. I mean, it's yeah. I guess it would. I mean, it doesn't have a canopy. It's not enclosed. But no. I think your spacesuit, like if yeah. it's attached to your spacesuit, it, it uh, yeah. Well, it is. Well, you're strapped into it. Yeah. So it's um, yes. So uh, that counts. So yes, decisive victory by the Yugoslavian mercenaries. Yep. We'll then proceed to Rodham. They drop one of the rods, and it's... Uh, oh, no! Yes, it goes down screaming, and they actually managed to drop... Uh, I mean, you wrote they, down a note that said rod mm. Rodham, yes. We're going to rod them. <laughs> yeah. They drop yeah. down a rod outside Washington. That was Washington, their catchphrase, Washington. let's rod them. Exactly. 
They drop down a uh, drop one down one of the roads in the empty areas outside Washington DC. So it's not actually it's not actually zapping down the White House as depicted on no, the cover. No, not yet. They wanted to make a threat, and, and that's one of the good things about these things. It it, it creates a nuclear level. Oh yeah, uh, it's, uh, boom it's a massive impact without actually creating the fallout. So it's it's, it's actually a really good weapon to uh, and to an use. instrument of terror. Yeah, you can you can, you can barely see it coming. Uh, you've yeah. got, got less uh, even less warning on it than you do on uh, an ICBM. On ICBM attack, especially yeah. because you don't you can barely see the launch. I mean, I suppose you can get because it's inert. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean I suppose yeah, you can get it on radar, but uh, yeah. Well, yeah, but even then, I mean, it'll leave a uh, it'll leave a plasma trail coming down. But by that time, it's far too late to do anything about it's it. It's way too fast. Yeah. What's the travel time? Um, well, I'm not entirely sure, to be honest. So, uh, <sighs> since the space station is at, is running at, I'm going to tell Kerbal Space Program that you don't know that off the top of your head. Well, okay. So, what the travel time is of an object dropped out of out of geostat? It's not in geostat. It's in LEO. Oh, pardon me. I thought I knew a space thing and that I'd impress you with it, but no. Elliot, li- lower Earth orbit. So it takes a, a, a capsule about half an hour uh, from the moment they do their deorbiting burn, which takes yeah. about 15 minutes. Uh, then it takes another half an hour to 45 minutes before they're on the ground. We have a weird planet. It is. It is very We have a weird, wobbly, not quite round or not quite spherical. It's an oblate spheroid. An oblate spheroid. Oh. <laughs> It's my precious oblate spheroid. <laughs> it suits us very well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm reminded of uh, The Tick, where um, some maniacal genius, I think also with a space weapon, uh, uh, tells him that he's going to destroy Earth, and, and The Tick goes, Earth, no, that's where I keep all my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. It was like this friend of mine who claimed he has the world's largest seashell collection. He keeps it on the beaches. <laughs> After taking control of yes. the space station, killing all Ooh, the uh, uh, American uh, astronauts, astronauts on it. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, they install some sort of override system on it. It's like a, a bunch yeah, off of... The, off the microfiche Yeah, well, somehow. they needed they, need, they needed the microfiches to get the plans so that they knew where to attach their oh, alligator so clips on the inside of the... Uh, I just think that Oscar Fellows didn't know the difference between a microfiche and a microchip. And that's possible. I just, I just think <laughs> he, maybe he didn't know. Well... I mean, there's a scene where they're 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 pulling panels out of the uh, from this uh, in, on the inside of the space station, look, looking for the place where they need to connect their uh, the little, little, little yeah. override computer type thingy, <laughs> which is uh, designed to uh, yeah make sure that there's going to be uh, some sort of input that the Americans won't be able to take control of it from the ground, and they can only do it with their uh, highly encrypted yeah. communication. Well, that's why they had to have physical access to the the space station Icarus because. Uh, the targeting system was uh, uh, like it was hard coded with eligible targets. Like yes. they could only it could only launch over a particular number of number of targets. Yep. Kyoto, uh, Moscow, Saint Petersburg, yep. uh, uh, all the all the all the typical Cold War targets. Like prohibiting that weapon from being used remotely against uh, themselves against the the, the yep. Western Hemisphere. So it required uh, well, they either have to be on on station and physically launch the things at the right time or because they wanted to not stay up there yeah get back down again add their own targeting computer with its own hardware uh, enforced exactly targets. so that they can and of course it has to be encoded so that only they can issue the commands and it doesn't get overrun yeah I mean, of course the americans will launch a rocket and get back up there but in the meantime uh, you can even threaten them if you try to launch that rocket if we see you then we'll destroy we'll destroy vanderburg uh, vanderburg or cape delaware Canaveral. delaware nobody likes delaware that's a mean thing to say. Oh, I don't even know where Delaware is, to be honest. No one does. 
It's, it's one of those secret cities that no one goes to. And yeah. Okay. So, uh, Codename the, Delaware. As the hijacked Soyuz <laughs> capsule tears yes. away from the... Uh, uh, from the hijacked space station Icarus. I, exactly. Yeah. It sends, it goes down and the uh, a mad scramble on the ground ensues. Send uh, various agencies sending their best the, and brightest to the uh, projected location of where the thing's going to land. Where, where the, the Soyuz capsule, capsule is. Because they want to get the Soyuz so they can take their codes and regain control of the station. So they uh, they send their crack team of FBI agents, Team uh, Thebes, led by Commander Hephaestion. Um, and we have. Oh, who do we go? Agent Patroclus, mm-hmm. uh, Patroclus, I think that's uh, yeah. uh, that's pronounced, who's our, uh, uh, our, our hunky, square jawed. Uh, hero, he is also the driver of Vehicle Bellerophon. Vehicle Bellerophon. Vehicle Bellerophon, which I did not. The description left something to be desired. I was going to say the description left left something to the imagination. It left all of it to be to, to the imagination. I don't know whether Vehicle Bellerophon is wheeled or whether it's a helicopter. Like they they talk about the entire team can. Take vehicle Bellerophon. Like it's not. It's not even described whether it has a canopy or an inside. Mm-hmm. So it could be like a a, a, a giant multi tandem motorcycle. I it I just don't know. Sounds unlikely, but they never talk about like roads or traffic lights. They just they just climb into no. vehicle yep. colon Bellerophon and then yep. they arrive and they head over to Camp Sandy Balls. <laughs> you notice the theme running through these code names. <laughs> this isn't the code name. This is actually the place. It's one of those wooden lodges on the on the on the lake. Is this really a place? Do you know about a place called Camp Sandy Balls? Maybe. <laughs> you have an honest face. So, <laughs> right. So Camp. You San- know, usually when people think of a fanciful name for a for a camp, that's like, oh, it, it it usually it's like a camp wanna hock a loogie or camp uh, wanna get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> But not Camp Sandy Balls. Uh, yeah, Camp. Uh, actually, another famous one is Camp Kimosabe. That's what the um, uh, what Kimosabe in the Lone Ranger was named after. He was named after a yeah. It was just someone a had a someone, some, one of the writers or one of the directors had like remembered the summer camp that uh, he went used to go to as a kid wow. and uh, decided that that was going to be a good name for because uh, the idea of doing any research into. Anything related Ethnic, to the Native, yeah, Native no, Americans? No, no, we we know enough. Back then, that was not the thing. We'll just name him after a wow. Yep. <laughs> because there are so many cool names. There are so many. I recently learned here. This is cool. I recently learned a little bit about uh, the Navajo language mm-hmm. and how uh, uh, obviously the Native American languages are are, are very foreign to my uh, to my ears. Like um, they don't share roots with the European languages via Proto-Indo-European. Uh, so they're they're nothing like any of the languages that I know. This is, this goes for most languages in the in the world, of course. But I was I was fascinated by their verb groupings because apparently Navajo is it, it, it verbs do most of the heavy lifting, mm-hmm. and the verbs are classified based on the the properties of the objects that they referred to. So you have. Um, SFO verbs, slender, flexible object verbs, <laughs> okay. verbs that are related. So you have so no reeds, arrows. Reeds, yes, exactly. Beans. And you have well, no. That, that, that's that's entirely fair. You have like firm objects that are that are that are heavy. You Penises have animate. Again. <laughs> nice, great. We are never getting out of this explicit rating, are we? Although you could say, you could just say penis. A penis is a thing. You yeah, don't have to. A lot of people have them. Yeah. Um, 
the animate objects, which uh, uh, I, I think uh, Klingon does as well. The constructed language by Mark Ockren, it has these suffixes and has a special suffix for any object that is used as a weapon or any object that uh, is alive and capable of speech. But so, mm. like, the Navajo doesn't have our word for to give. They have 11 verbs because it depends on the thing that is being given. Oh, great. One of those languages. To describe yeah. the, the action. And it's just such a, such a, a rich uh, diversity in, in organizing the universe and prioritizing the properties of the, the things therein. So, uh, Mr. Mr. Fellows, when he created all of these things, yeah, so everything has to have a, 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 co- a fanciful code, code name, name, including Camp Sandy Balls. And you said that this is an actual yeah, yeah. Uh, camp. Uh, like a, a summer camp. I'm and pretty sure that Mr. Fellows just took a... No, maybe he'd been there himself. Maybe it was just like the, the writer well, of the Lone, well the Lone Ranger. Yeah, could well be. But he had fond memories of sandy balls. Can, yes, well, you know, some of those lake shores. I mean, yeah. you know what happens when the sand gets into your swim trunks. You know, I shave, so... Eh. Mm. I could not think I've been into one of those places. No, that's actually not true. We went there a year or two ago, uh, remember, uh, out on the beach. The, the beach oh, yeah. that we, we had a, here in... Uh, we had a beach day. Yes. It may shock you that that was five years ago. It was five? Oh, Yeah. I know that because I was shooting with a Canon 60 uh, and the Sigma 35mm f1.4 heartland, which I've sold since then. I have, readers at home, I have a photographic memory, which means that I, I remember things based on, like, I remember the EXIF metadata of the photos that I took there. And since my photographic career started in, in April 2011, like, before that is 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 literally prehistoric to me. Like, I have no idea what happened or who it was. But after that, I have a photographic memory. <laughs> right. Um, back in Camp Sandy Balls. Yeah. There's the, uh, the show-off starts between Team Thebes and some other agents, which are... Uh, there yes, the, the competing rival intelligence agencies that uh, all have their their wires crossed. And, yes, uh, nobody knows what they're doing. The left hand doesn't know what the right hand. I think it turns into a three way fluster clock with Mr. Black Boris. and Ro- Mr. Black and Rogers on one side. Uh, on Bo- and Boris the- Black and Mike Rogers. Yeah, yes, of, uh-huh. who are with the. Completely unclear. ATF? We don't know who this is. They're, they just they, they just show up, and the team uh, Thebes immediately makes them as being obvious agents because oh, their yes. their their, their, co- their cover is woefully uh, inadequate. Yeah, because they're trying to do the uh, Twenty One Jump Street uh, thing, except they're they're thirties. Yeah, they're they're unshaved thirty something men who are pretending to be college students. College students yeah. try, who are on uh, uh, spring break. Yeah, yeah, but they like. Their um, their Q branch has not prepared them effectively, so they they have T-shirts with, oh, what's a good music band that someone who grew up in the seventies would think was still cool in the eighties? How are we going to construct this reference? Oh, there's a lot of layers to this. Um, yes. uh, Grateful Dead. Oh, I wasn't. I was so completely out in uh, out right? of the music scene back in the eighties. I was like not interested. And it's... I was five, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. we all have. A, I mean, like Madonna. She's no, Madonna was still all. pretty hot. I mean, Prince was very hot. Uh, well, you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> they they show up with hello. We are teens and yeah, we teen are, themes. And like Agent Patroclus uh, immediately uh, makes them as okay. These are not the people that they claim to be. Uh, and they, it, it turns into a bit of like the, the, at, at the wine and cheese buffet at the, that's being held at the in the evening uh, uh, at the uh, <laughs> this sounds like a awesome summer. Camp, yeah, no, absolutely, it's fantastic. Where do I sign up? Uh, it's uh, there, there. There comes the maneuvering and the trying to feel out who everybody is, and yeah, the which, posturing. That the, the absolutely. 
it's actually kind of a fun scene because everybody gets in on it. Like, the rest of Team Thebes really come into their own where they apply yes. various strategies. Well, yes, but Boris, for some particular reason, is is female. It's not, not clear yes. why Mrs. Black is called Boris, but it might be something, again, <laughs> be, fuck up by like Hugh it's Brandon. cooler than Doris. It says Boris <laughs> yeah. on your ID. It says female. Like, it must have been a misprint, her. but we have to go with this. <laughs> no, they just printed a real name, Doris Black, and then just sharpied the D the, into a B. And that's that. All right. Well, and, and, and she's the... the or, or he, Boris, is the counterpart to uh, Agent Iphis on, mm-hmm. on Team Thebes, who is obviously a woman in a moustache. Yeah, then they end up in the closet behind the bar making out and trying to get the uh, intoxicating uh, lipstick on, uh, onto each other. Oh, yeah, no, they're, they're having a great old time. And it's like, both of their immunities are being tested. Well, both have taken their antidote, but yeah. they're only to their own stuff, not to the other <laughs> other stuff. So after a while, the rest of the team wonders where their two agents are gone and finds them passed out in the closet. Uh, <laughs> yes. Half undressed, of course. Uh, and tripping balls because this interaction of two different paralytic poisons and two different antidotes has some fun consequences. They are having a great time. It's like LSD all over again. LSD all over again. So yeah, they're found by uh, the other member of uh, uh, Team Thebes, Agent Patroclus B. They <laughs> ran out of names. Apparently, they ran out of names. He has a he has a bit of a friendly rivalry with uh, with Agent Patroclus, and you know it's more than friendly, right? Hey. Is it just me, or is this book, like, super gay? It is a bit. Like, super duper gay. We have Agent Iphis and, 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 and Boris Black, uh, both of them cross-dressing women, finding finding each other's arms with their it's fake moustaches stepped to each other's foreheads. It's not something that you would have thought from a, a man called Oscar L. Fellows, but right? apparently he was, like... But maybe, like, the microfiche, maybe he just didn't realise... Could be. It's like maybe he's like. I mean, this is the eighties. So homosexuality was becoming more and more mainstream. Maybe, but it's uh, like none of these. None of the agents seem to realize that they're named after after super gay and queer things. Just, like you know, Ifis. Like that. Oh. Was, that was a, a, a the story of a poor couple who who had a baby and they were terrified that it would be a, a girl because they couldn't fa- afford a oh, dowry. Yeah. Um, and so when the mother gave birth to a, a girl, uh, they named her Iphis, and she was her sex was hidden from her father, and she was raised as a boy. Oh. Uh, and then eventually, a goddess turned her into a into a boy after she'd fallen in love with the with. Oh yes, she fell in love with uh, uh, oh Ifeya, Ifania, um, but she knew she couldn't marry because she. Right. Because she was a girl, and then and then a god just fixed that. Like super duper. Sounds queer. very Greco. Yeah, yeah it's, like, the, it's the kind of thing that would happen. A lot. In my preparation, I did have, I must say, some difficulty finding lesbian things in uh, uh, in Greek myths. They have a whole island full of them. No, it's just called Lesbos. It's oh, just, I mean, I thought that was always. Oh. But in 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 the myths, like they're not uh, a sapphic. Lots and lots of male lovers for Achilles and and Hercules. Right. Uh, I would have a lot more, like, I had uh, 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 Agent Iolaus and... Uh, and yeah. Agent, but yes, they're found in the closet by Dr. Paracelsus and, and finally revived, and I guess then they joined forces. I mean, what... Well, there's a bit. There's a fight over who gets to take the ATVs from the uh, from the shed at the camp Sandy Balls. Yes, I'm going to say Sandy Balls as often as I can. I I support <laughs> and embrace my co-host. Yes, Sandy Balls. Balls Sandy, Sandy Balls. Balls. Uh, it uh, turns into a mad chase down the logger roads in the forest, trying to head down for the spot where the. Uh, yeah, where the capsule landed with uh, with this other team on their on their all terrain vehicles and quad bikes and yeah, I don't understand why they didn't got the air force in there with a few helicopters, but you know, spot the capsule as it comes floating down and see where it lands in situations. Know, but NASA did send aircraft Icarus 
Because they ran out of names, didn't they? Clearly. <laughs> I think it was this converted C-130 that they had, uh, the ultra-short runway one that they uh, built for the, uh, oh. uh, the eviction of the, uh, sorry, what they wanted to use for the Iranian uh, uh, embassy uh, hijacking. Oh, Wow. They built a special aircraft for that. Well, you know, it was a C-130, and they, they, they equipped it with uh, JATOs, uh, jet-assisted takeoff uh, uh, things, but they also uh, uh, retro rockets uh, uh, oh, for, for, for landing, uh, so that they could... They, they, I think the plan was to land it in a stadium. Uh, and, and then just, And just land it there, and then just, like, the moment it hits, like, hit the retro rockets and... Uh, 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 fire yeah, off. Uh, I think I think that that's what they were. Hanging. Of course, the the actual original crash landed when the pilot uh, on one of its test runs when the pilot hit the re- uh, retro rockets, like when it was still two meters above the ground. Oops. Yeah, that was a bit of a oh snafu. <laughs> yeah, and it was never actually used. But the design, there's just photos of it. It looks fucking wicked. Yeah, it's, like it's got these like flash out things, which like they click out and then they like rockets firing off, and it's like. You're making yeah. really cool gestures, by the way. For the readers at yeah. home, the gestures that he's making are, are fantastic. Yes, listen to this airplane yeah. that we're showing we, you. We, we're not showing it on your on, on your podcasting device, which is actually, you know, you've not mentioned the cover. No, no, right. Oh, this is the second time in a week. Yes, that's right. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm sorry to our listeners at home. We've been so obsessed with our notes that I've been... Um, well, no, I mean, it's still there. So for the readers at home, if you look on your podcasting device, you like about 20 see- minutes ago, hopefully, then uh, you should should be seeing the cover of today's book. And if not, check out the show notes for an image and a link. Uh, I'm sure you can edit that in somewhere else where it's not where it doesn't belong. Yeah, but then it'll be inexplicable why I sound so dejected. Oh, that's right. This early on in the episode, why I sound like I've, I've failed our, okay. our beloved readers at home. Well, I'm so, sorry. Uh, so it turns into the uh, big show off, shoot up yeah. in the woods, people grab Agent the Patroclus things. Patroclus and Patroclus uh, B are in, yep, in, the, in vehicle. The Yugoslavian mercenaries get on. killed off. Uh, Agents Black and Rogers manage to snatch uh, the, the the code device, and it turns into a mad dash through the woods yet again, ending in a big crash on the motorway. Until the uh, team Thebes, and in their heroic action, manage to gain back control over the uh, yeah device. And it, and, it, and, it, and it's finally resolved, and so they take the uh, uh, the device back to their headquarters at location Icarus. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Location Icarus, they, where they they, they, they take uh, vehicle uh, Bellerophon. Vehicle back. Bellerophon. Oh, yeah, I'm, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised they didn't call it Icarus as well. It's, <laughs> it's almost like, it's almost no, like a theme they, running they through had, the they book. They had aircraft Icarus. Right. Well, well, you can't name two things. To, then it would have to be vehicle Icarus B. Well, there's a precedent. <laughs> now, um, we're we're... Approaching the end of the book, and I can't help but notice that you still have two notes on the board. No. One of them's blank, and one of them says president. Okay, so <laughs> we can just crumple those up and, uh, and toss them out with the rest. And then we'll, uh, I guess, yeah? yeah, I guess it's time for me to place put my down, last note. Put the because, final note down. Put the final note down, because um, Game set and the match. Yugoslavians, yeah, it turns out that uh, uh, the... Uh, the tungsten rods weren't the only thing stationed on on, on space station uh, Icarus. Icarus. Well, they yes. left an additional weapon there, knowing that they'd be intercepted because they knew that they were going to crash land on American mm-hmm. soil. Um, and so, uh, what we see depicted on the cover is the launch of the Copulin bomb. The Copulin bomb. Yes. Why don't you tell our oh, listeners what the <laughs> so many times you've put a note on the board that you expect me to to support, and of course that's what I'm supposed to do. I support it. I right. read the same book. I don't know what the fuck a copulin is. No, right? Okay. <laughs> I know. I know you don't. It's right. also known as the gay bomb or the puff bomb. Right. The the hypothetical chemical weapon 
uh, that was supposed to uh, uh, demotivate enemy combatants by, oh, make, by like turning them, them gay. homosexual and turn, uh, like turning the trenches into fuckfests. Yes, than... exactly. Um, so the, the copulin bomb goes off and nobody feels any different. Considering what was going on between uh, Boris Black and Agent... Uh, Ifis. Ifis, that's the one. And... and I think it was just a gross yeah. miscalculation on the on the part of the Yugoslavians. Well, the thing, what what, what does happen um, when the same material which was left on the space station, they decide to deorbit it, uh, breaking up in a wide swath over the United States, oh. creating what uh, for there forever afterwards will be called the gay belt, running from <laughs> North Dakota uh, south in a southeastern direction towards the Florida coast. <laughs> that's right. And that's why San Francisco is now a ghost town, because all of its queer population has moved from, what did we say, North Dakota? To the Florida coast. To the Florida coast. Wow. It's a fun bit of cross. Yeah. Fun bit of canon for our loyal readers at home. Uh, yes, as we all know, that's the the gay belt in the United States of America. Uh, the first to legalize um, gay divorce. Which interesting interesting factoid: gay marriage was legalized before gay divorce. We're not making light of anyone who's going through relationship troubles. We have to say that as a legal disclaimer from our. our <laughs> From our legal department, our legal which isn't department. currently napping on the couch. Yeah, she's been very good, by the she way. Yes, it's because it's not dinner time yet. No, and she seems to be enjoying the, the, the company of Guinevere. Guinevere sure is enjoying the company of our little librarianess. Yeah, like, I mean, cold-blooded, warm-blooded, the little librarianess certainly seems to be enjoying her rich uh, plumage and, and, and beautiful colors. It's, it's got to be such a tragedy, because you mentioned that the Velibraptors are colorblind themselves, but they're such such colorful yes. uh, animals, all those, all those, all those packy horns and... Little tiny, and they're, they're little and tiny little bursts of color running yeah. down the uh, corridors. Maybe we should see if we can promote their Keep program. your hands off my Guinevere. Well, I mean, it, she it, is no one's it would, hussy. It'd be great to get the bookworm population under control, you know? It's like if we have more of the Leave Libra it to me and Guinevere. No, leave it to us. Okay. Um, I'll make sure to bring the soy sauce and the mirin next time so you can get working on your marinade. Yes, thank you very much. I remembered. Oh, very good. Yes. Let's see if you remember next week. Well, let's, let's see about that. All right. Speaking of next week. Oh, no, no. We've got, we've got to do the, the other thing first. Oh, we have to write the book. Yeah. So, yes, so write the book. Um, uh, what's a good Greek number? Ooh, uh, Greek. 69. Out of well, 69. Yes. <laughs> yes. Out of 69. <laughs> out of 69. How do, we, how do we rate it out of 69? Um, or, or, or maybe, like, is this more Athenian or more Spartan? Ooh, I'd go for Athenian. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. There was very so, little Spartan about the book. Oh yes, you're right. Uh, you're right. It was it was quite gaudy and overwrought. Yeah, no, I mean I liked it. It was a good. Uh, it was a, 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 a thriller. No, what's the word? Uh, yeah, thriller. No, well, you know, detective. Uh, what's his face? Style. Um, Clancy. Clancy style. That's the word I was looking for. Clancy style. Clancy. Uh, what, do you, what do you call those books again? Huh? Novels. Novels. No, and I mean the, the style, the, the the kind of book. Oh, the story. oh, it's well, a thr- it's it's thr- yeah, it's it is a, a thriller. Yeah, where American yeah. three letter agencies pay. Yeah. Play a big role and do their heroic things in keeping the world and America, in particular, safe from uh, evil, well, Yugoslavian mercenaries. In this case, yeah, from from rock hard space rods and gay bombs, yeah, into like the unsuspecting American countryside, patriotic countryside. Yeah, that's the one we're looking for. So um, now so, we've got to think like out of sixty nine. I mean, uh, what's a what's a gay number that's lower than sixty nine? What can we think of? There's well, be something. I mean, the classic one is sixty eight. It's like I oh, get a blowjob yeah. and you and all oh, you want. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we'll call this a, a 68. Yeah. 68 out of 69. There we go. 
<laughs> one of these days we'll release an episode without a big red E on, on iTunes. One of these days. I swear to God, but we're going to get there. not that day. Maybe next week. Right, next week. Speaking of next week. Speaking of next week. Yeah. We're going to have next week book. Ne- uh, next week's book. Yes. No, okay. Tell us about we gonna have next week book. <laughs> Let that be our slogan from now on. Gonna have, we gonna have next week book. book. We can do it in funny accents. Uh, it can be. We can. We gonna have next week book. Yeah. Uh, nous avons okay. prochaine semaine uh, livre. <laughs> it's gonna be good. It's uh, a. Uh, it's re- it's it Reginald Bakley's book. Goblin proofings, one's kitchen coop, and other practical advice in our campaign against the fairy kingdom. Oh my god, this sounds so useful! Guinevere, come here! I found a home for you! Come on, give me that book! Give me there that book! Gonna, it's, it's we're up, gonna make a new it's, coop! It's, I don't have it with me, but it's up on shelf three in section I'll find B. it! Get me the zip lines, here we go! Alright, zip on <laughs> off khaki. And, we forgot to do the sign off! We're oh, already doing the cute. And, and that about covers it. Thank you for joining us. Cover my house. We're baffling books are reviewed, not led by yours, students. My name is Khaki, and I'm Ken. Remember, we only judge a foot by its cover. Oh,